The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm quite well, thank you. Should be a great day. 44 degrees and mostly sunny is the forecast, and right now 26 degrees and just calm, calm, calm winds. So no wind chill today. Uh, we're expecting even warmer temperatures Thursday, where we could hit 50 degrees. Have you slipped on the ice yet? Oh, yeah. I have, too. Yeah. Every time I get out of my car in my driveway. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's scary out there. But you know what? This weather is like, has this been the weirdest winter we've ever had? I think it has. It really has. Yeah. There's been no consistency to it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, I got to say, I don't mind it. It's been mild. Yeah, January was the sixth warmest month on record for Jackson. And some areas in the northern part of the United States that typically get snow they haven't seen any snow yet it's crazy so but there's according to uh Puxitani phil <laughs> uh six more weeks of winter yeah the state of the union was last night i didn't watch but i uh i had a few of my political advisors watch for me uh mm. bob and mickey and they will fill me in on mm. everything that uh, i need to know it sounds like it was uh, a pretty general type speech well the uh one notable difference from previous State of the Union addresses, uh, members of Congress uh, actually were shouting at the president mm -hmm. uh, during some of his speech, uh, including uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene shouting, liar, liar. At and that the top was, of, of course, they were talking, he was talking about uh, Republicans voting against the Social Security. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, how much of that do you think is. Uh, just pageantry. Yeah. Pretty they, much all of it. They yelled booze. They yelled shut up. Did they hiss? <laughs> awful. Uh, House Speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy could be seen uh, trying to shush uh, members of the uh, Republican Party that were, uh, mm -hmm. well, they were being disrespectful. They should sell tickets to that. <laughs> eventually uh, balance the budget. You know, yesterday was crazy uh, around school districts in Michigan as uh, districts districts around the state received a, uh, a hoax threat, uh, including uh, our largest school district here, Jackson Public Schools. So uh, Michigan State Police reported that uh, it was a caller with a heavy accent and they were indicating that they were a teacher in said building, one st saying one student shot another and then giving out classroom numbers. And that happened all across the state. Uh, Jackson, Okemos, Battle Creek, Ann Arbor, Detroit, um, really just sending things uh, haywire and I was thinking about that and um, it feels like terrorism to me. It is terrorism. Uh, the FBI is now calling it a coordinated campaign. Mm -hmm. It was the same caller 
uh, to all the districts, and they uh, specified room numbers that don't even exist in those school buildings. Yeah, so you know everyone's you know worst nightmare, and you have to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you can you can't take anything as a joke, you know, uh, full full response from uh, law enforcement at all those districts. Um, yeah, it's just uh, what a sad day, sad time we live in. Yeah. The FBI, of course, is investigating, and Attorney General Dana Nessel, Dana Nessel said that uh, these are real crimes with mm -hmm. real consequences, and they are going to use the uh, the full powers of the uh, various police agencies to investigate, and hopefully, bring this person or persons to justice and. It's terrorism, and in Michigan, it's a 20-year felony. Well, it should be. I mean, think of all the uh, families, children, teachers, administrators that were uh, terrorized by that fake hoax uh, yesterday. It's awful. It's Black History Month, and today at Jackson College, you're invited to a Black History Month celebration. They will have a special commemoration from noon to 1 p.m. in Burt Walker Hall. All are welcome. This will be in the, uh, the big... Uh, public rooms, meeting rooms at Walker Hall. There will be an historical tribute, musical entertainment by Brandon Marcel, authentic soul food and beverages. The event is free and the community members are welcome. Sponsored by the Office of Diversity, Equity and Belonging at JC. It should be a great event. Yeah, Brandon's so talented. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, Jackson College has um, traditionally been uh, very much in the forefront of uh, observing Black History Month, they have a number of programs uh, throughout the month. This is just one of those. There's a student forum next mm -hmm. week, and uh, they've got a few other things on the calendar. Visit jccmi.edu. Uh, speaking of the college, you and I are going to the Jackson College Sportsman's mm -hmm. Banquet with, uh, actually David Barker's going with us, the three of us from JTV. How much money should I bring? Because I want to leave with good goods. Mm -hmm. What should I do? Uh, well, I would say. Um, Are you? Br you're going. Are you bringing money that I can borrow? <laughs> yeah. Could I have sure. a? Could I have a twenty when we get there? Yeah. Thank I'll, you. I'll loan you a twenty. Perfect. I think you can buy like um, a huge amount of uh, raffle tickets. That's what I want to do. Hundred dollars. That's what I want to do. I want to buy raffle tickets and I want to get lucky and win some prizes. But I'm excited and uh, all proceeds benefit uh, Jackson College Athletics and uh, there's some good things going on, uh, especially in the women's basketball program. They are on an absolute tear. So mm -hmm. if you get a chance, check out the uh, Lady Jets for sure. Yeah, some home games left, mm -hmm. uh, head out. And uh, the men and women play back to back typically. So yeah. come on out and see two great games. Yeah, guess where I was yesterday. Uh, let's see, uh, I didn't see you around here much. Nope, nope, I was sleeping all day. Um, <laughs> we had a middle school tour last night. Oh. oh my gosh, do you believe I'm old enough to have a middle schooler? Wow. I know, it's crazy. Um, so we had a nice time uh, doing that tour. But nice. Yeah, kind of, kind of depressing though, a little bit. Did they have snacks? They had uh, packaged, packaged cookies. Oh. Two cookies um, and we each ate two. They were very delicious. Thank you. Why were you depressed? Well, you know that my daughter's getting ready to be a middle schooler. I mean, who's ready for that? Mm -hmm. You know, so she seems excited about it. So that's yeah. good. But yeah, it's scary. So while there are still tickets uh, available to the Sportsman's Banquet and the Motown concert uh, Saturday night at Jackson College, uh, there are some events that are sold out. Yeah, there are. The uh, Daddy Daughter Dance, both Friday and Saturday night, are. Mm -hmm 
sold out, which wow. is awesome. Tells me we've got a lot of uh, great dads in the community. Um, you know, you think about that starting over 20 years ago, Kelly Hoover uh, starting it, and to see where that has grown today, two nights selling out at uh, Davis. It's, uh, it's very cool, so it's a special night. I'm going, I'm going. Second daddy-daughter dance of the, uh, in the last three weeks for me. Wow, uh, it looked like a wonderful time. First daddy-daughter yes. dance. Yeah. Are you wearing different outfits? I am, yeah, I am. I'm wearing a different Is outfit. Is Ella wearing a different outfit? No, <laughs> no, she's not gonna do it. She's gonna wear the same dress because it's, uh, it's a perfect one, so. Well, while I was watching the uh, State of the Union address, you were watching the Lakers. I was. And the milestone moment for LeBron James. I was. Um, you know, that's one of those things that I just feel like I have to see. Um, he got off to a slow start, and then uh, midway through the second quarter, he kind of figured he was going to break it, and he did right before the end of the third quarter and uh, was clearly emotional. It's crazy. It's a record a lot of people thought would never ever be broken and um, I think a few years ago people realized that if LeBron kept playing at the way he was he would break it and he sure did. There were a lot of celebrities there last night Bart. Jay-Z, Denzel Washington, Dwayne Wade, Shannon Sharp, Phil Knight. Guess who Phil Knight was sitting with? Um, I don't know. Uh, LeBron's children. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, who else was there? LL Cool J, Kareem. Um, yeah it was a who's who and then of course all the typical Laker uh, Laker fans were there as always, those celebrities. So pretty cool, course, it was a late night for me. Yeah, that of course is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, passing the, uh, the basketball yeah. to LeBron. And interestingly, the record stood for 38 years. Mm -hmm. uh, LeBron is 38 and it was point number 38,388. Crazy. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah, yeah you'd uh, almost think it was rigged. Will this record stand for a long time? It'll stand forever. It'll stand forever. The next closest uh, point score is 10,000 points away. I think whoever breaks this record uh, probably is not born yet. We'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, Kareem played. Uh, he only made one, Kareem only made one three in his career. Um, what? Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. There was, a, you know, he played most of the time he played. There wasn't a three-pointer, so uh, he had uh, over a hundred more games than LeBron. But of course, LeBron played with the three, and uh, that record does not include playoff points. No, LeBron so. started earlier too. The first two years he played pro ball, he couldn't even buy a beer. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, last night, uh, the city council approved the sale of four lots in the city for new home construction. In the past, the city has been offering lots available to adjacent property owners so they could expand their, uh, their, their lot. But this is the first time the city is actually selling properties to uh, developers. So four new homes will go up. This is uh, 612 East Ganson Street right here. The other uh, addresses, 325 North Corral, 823 Maltby, and 704 East Ganson, all on the north side. So uh, $300 per lot. So okay. that's great news. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've got some sports. Um, let's get to, we have a video. Oh yeah. We do have a video. Uh, Napoleon Bowler, uh, Dustin Mackle. Am I saying that right? Mackle. Mackle? Mackle? Mackle. Dustin Mokel rolled a 300. Is that crazy it's or what? Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, luckily enough, someone was there to uh, capture that on video. So let's take 
a look at the winning or the strike that led to the 300. The final frame. The final frame. Love it. That's yeah. uh, that's as cool as it gets right there. Uh, unbridled joy. Thank God he, he got the strike. Thank God. So that was cool. Yeah, and that's the thing about bowling. And uh, Dustin Mockel is uh, one of the top bowlers uh, oh, yeah. at Napoleon. And it's uh, you're not supposed to say anything uh, during the game as you, people you're getting closer and closer to the 300, and the uh, rest of the team silently creeped up they, and uh, surrounded the, the, uh, the lanes where uh, Dustin was bowling. Very quiet and you just didn't want to jinx that. Uh, the, the last three uh, strikes, it was just such tension and mm -hmm. when he, he hit that last uh, strike, it just was an eruption of joy. It, uh, if I was him, I would have looked behind me and said, can you guys give me a little <laughs> space? I'm trying to roll a 300 here. Uh, but either way, uh, congratulations. That's uh, quite the accomplishment. Let's get to some more sports for Extreme Dodge. It's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our good friends over at Extreme. And uh, we'll get things started with boys basketball. Jackson High with a great win over Ypsilanti, 72 to 48. File photo. File photo. Yep, that was a file photo. Uh, great win by the Vikings. It was Clinton over Columbia Central, Homer big over Concord. Coldwater got Northwest by three to uh, stay in the lead in the I-8 boys. It was Western 66 and Eaton Rapids 50. Girls basketball, Grass Lake, uh, they took uh, their frustration over Friday's loss to East Jackson. They took that out on Michigan Center with a big win, 73 to 34, the J High ladies, they topped Ypsilanti by 14. Jackson Christian, Napoleon, and Coldwater, the rest of the winners in girls basketball. Coming up on deck today, we've got wrestling districts. The Division II um, Western will be at uh, Marshall. Jackson and Northwest are at Mason. Grass Lakes at Manchester, and then Concord will wrestle at Jonesville and Springport you see at Vermontville, Maple Valley. Jeff Steers and the team will have all the wrestling coverage uh, for you later tonight and on tomorrow's Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Big sports weekend, the Super Bowl uh, this weekend. Wall Street Journal reporting this morning that some 50 million Americans will be betting <laughs> on the Super Bowl, $16 billion. Mm -hmm. and this is the first Super Bowl to be held in a state that allows uh, professional sports gambling. Oh. So people in the stands will actually be able to make live bets on their phone, and they'll also be able to bet on the uh, Waste Management uh, uh, PGA Tour event that's happening in the same place I don't know. on the same weekend. What an unbelievable sports gambling weekend. It should, mm -hmm. be, uh, should be fun, fun yeah. to watch. Get your snacks ready. Yes. Who's on the show today? Got a great show lined up. We're going to get things started with Jackson County Prosecuting Attorney Jerry Jarzinka and Mike Hurst from Andy's Angels right after this.
The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, now in their third generation of being family owned and operated. Thank you to Vermeulens for helping us bring you today's show. Also, we are inviting you to visit the Center for Family Health to become a flu fighter this flu season. You can get your flu shot. Visit the walk-in clinic or call 748-5500. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all for more than 30 years. Joining us now, Jackson County Prosecuting Attorney Jerry Jarzenka and from Andy's Angels, Mike Hurst. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Yes. I just saw you yesterday. I know, you know, just like that. <laughs> Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. So we're getting ready for uh, the return of the in-person drug summit. We are, Bart and Andy, and so thanks for having us on this morning. Uh, drug Summit 7 is scheduled for March 8th, which is you know, a month away. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be at the American One Event Center this year, which is different, you know, before we've had it at um, Jackson College uh, so it's a little bit different, uh, but uh, we, we expect it's going to be a great crowd. Uh, we've been working on this the last several months uh, with our planning committee. Uh, we expect to uh, really have a good turnout of people. Yeah, and we heard last night uh, in the State of the Union, uh, President Biden talking about uh, the supply of fentanyl that has uh, infiltrated our, our country. and. Mm -hmm. Uh, has claimed that he wants to do something about it, and I think we all do. Uh, but this is one of the newer problems that is um, affecting uh, people in every community, Mike, including Jackson. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The, uh, the, the scariest part about it is the fentanyl's in everything. They're cutting everything with fentanyl. Um, but the really scary part is they're making the fake pills. Oh, the Mexican drug cartels are have their own pill presses. They, they make a Xanax that looks just like a Xanax you, you get from the pharmaceutical. Uh, and it's not. It's just fentanyl with a cutter in it, and that's what's killing a lot of kids. First time. First time they ever tried anything. You know. Yeah, amazing. What, uh, well, I just want to add to that. Sure. You know, Mike is right. You know, the, the pill presses have become more sophisticated so that, in fact, they do look like, you know, the genuine article. Mm -hmm. And so that's what makes them so dangerous uh, to people. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely absolutely awful. Yeah. What uh, what ages uh, would you recommend uh, to attend the uh, this drug summit? Well, if you're asking me, yeah. I would say all ages. Yeah. I mean, certainly uh, grade school kids, high school adults, uh, parents, yeah. teachers. Uh, you know, one of the things we looked at when we did the first drug summit, uh, basically the idea was to educate the public mm -hmm. about the uh, about heroin and opioids and the link between heroin and prescription painkillers or opioids. That was a big thing. Uh, we wanted to get that, that message mm -hmm. out and very successful doing that. But out of that first drug summit, there was a number of other things that came out uh, to help the people in the community. Um, obviously, Andy's place, you know, when we look at accomplishments since the first drug summit is the, the crown jewel of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that huge accomplishment. And, Kudos to, to Mike Hurst and his family for making that happen. But there are some other good things that also uh, happen in our community out of the, the drug summits. Uh, we have a short-term uh, place called the Engagement Center. 
which just looks at people who overdose, typically from opioids, and they can stay 24 to 48 hours, and that's just, the word engagement is basically to engage a person who has the disorder, substance use disorder, mm -hmm. engage them with the idea of resources to get recovery help. We did that. Also, the safe drop box locations expanded from 14, uh, went to 14 now, where they were four back in 2013, mm -hmm. 14. And also the use of Narcan with our law enforcement and fire, now that's become readily available, which is helpful to keep people alive. You know, uh, for example, the sheriff, Sheriff Schutte, has a vending machine allowing for free Narcan mm -hmm. for people to come there. It, that's a big thing because I remember we, in the initial summits, th there was debate. We didn't have enough Narcan or Naloxone, and so uh, some debate from some law enforcement, not in our county, but well, I'm not going to give Narcan, you know, if it's the second overdose mm -hmm. time or we've been called to the same person or whatever, a third time. Uh, we don't have that anymore because Narcan's available. Yeah. It helps keep people alive if you can then get them to recovery or rehab. Mm -hmm. uh, also educating students and, uh, and also a, a family support group called Families for Hope here in town that was started by Mike, uh, Connie Friend, and Julie Reisner, uh, which it focuses on not the person who has the addiction or substance use disorder, but about the families. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, do, how do they deal with that with a loved one who has uh, this disorder? What do you do? Where do you go? That is really a big need. And, you know, that has really been a great uh, uh, creation of a support group here local. So one of the good things that came out of this, yeah. these summits. And we provide, anyone who wants to come to that meeting, mm -hmm. we provide them with Narcan to take home with them. Mm -hmm. what, uh, how important is it for uh, folks to hear from people that are going through recovery? Um, I know they'll be able to, you'll have a recovery panel at the, at the summit. How important is that? <coughs> well, really for, for anyone who goes, parents uh, it's who really, are struggling with yeah. addiction. It's really important to, to see the success. Mm -hmm. um, far too often, people just give up. Yeah. That there's, no, there's, you know, the general public that's not even, you know, maybe doesn't have somebody in their family. They're thinking, ah, you know, once a junkie, always a junkie. You know, that's just not true at all. Right. We have we have huge success stories, and you know, it's a long, hard road, and you know, toughest mountain you're ever going to climb. But it's certainly possible. And uh, you know, we have people that own businesses, the people that are, you know, full-blown addicts that uh, you know finally got better, got mm -hmm. their first house, got the next house, taking vacations, doing all the things that, that we all do and, and love to do. And uh, their life wasn't over. They thought it was over, but it wasn't over. Addicts are only thinking about one thing, correct? Oh yeah, when you when you're in in the in the throngs of addiction, you you know it's uh, you know I got to get the drug, I got to get the money for the drug, and it just is every day over and over the same thing over and over. Get them away from that. You got to show them a little hope. You got to show them the light. You got to show them that there is light at the end of the tunnel, and you do that by taking a little time out. Don't treat them like some derelict person. Yeah. You know, that person's sick. So why don't we treat them like you would your own family member when they're sick, and and show them you care. So you'll have um, all kinds of things happening at this drug summit. You're bringing in um, some guest speakers and panels. And tell us a little bit about what the day's <coughs> going to be like. Yeah, yeah. Registration is going to be starting at eight o'clock, eight eight twenty in the morning. And obviously, uh, you know, online registration is now available through Drug Free Jacks and their website. Look to the link for the summit. But it's free and open to the public. Most people are going to register in advance online. Uh, and then from 8.20, 8.30 is just welcome, uh, welcome remarks to people coming in. 
and the program starts promptly at 8.30. We're going to have um, Andy's Place panel. Uh, you know, for those persons who are, who've been at Andy's and in the program and how it's impacted their lives, I made a difference. Then we'll go to our keynote speaker, a, a medical doctor from Grand Rapids, Dr. Kara Poland. We'll talk about where we're at with opioids, also, you know, post-COVID epidemic, how that's impacted uh, opioids uh, use in our country. And then uh, we'll take a break, and then we're going to go to uh, uh, Lieutenant Garrison from the Michigan State Police talking about emerging drug trends, obviously mm -hmm. the fentanyl impact, as Mike referred to already. Uh, and then lunch will be free. Uh, we've got box lunch for adults and for students who come. There'll be a pizza lunch. And then after that, we're going to have a number of panels in the afternoon. We've got a, a youth panel. Uh, we'll have a recovery panel in general. Uh, their stories about what's happened to them. And then we'll finish up, uh, Mike will finish up a little talk, a motivational talk for people to, you know, get back involved. I think one of the, one of the goals we have too of this is to, since COVID, is to get people back in person, especially the different work groups, because we will have quarterly meetings after mm -hmm. Drug Summit 7. Um, and that's important um, because you need that, people need that. I think one of the things that, I think we've come out statistically is that because of the isolation from COVID, uh, that increased or spiked mm -hmm. uh, substance use. Um, you know, you look at the numbers from the CDC, 2020, I believe we cracked 100,000 overdose drug deaths. Uh, 2021, it was 110,000. Mm -hmm. And then last year it was 107,000. And we, our last drug summit, we were under 70,000. So it wow. gives you an idea of what happened. It's pretty dramatic. So. Yeah. Although I think we've made great strides in our county, I think nationwide, you know, obviously we have a problem with uh, drug use and, and overdose deaths. And you ask, you know, how important it is to hear from those battling addiction. It's the, the families of, well, you mentioned Julie Reisner, it's Chris's family, it's Andy's family that mm -hmm. really are driving our community's response to the opioid epidemic. Absolutely, um, you know, just because you're, you're son, daughter, loved one has passed away doesn't mean you can't jump in and help and make sure that that doesn't happen to somebody else's family. And there's th things that happen during that process that you'll never learn in any college class. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's real life stuff that happens and, and you, you know, unfortunately you learn the lesson the hard way on how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we can share all the mistakes we made with somebody um, and, and put their child on, on a path to recovery, I know that's that's just a, that heals that little hole in your heart that's always going to be there. I think we should mention too that this can happen to any family in the country. Oh, absolutely. I, you give me a profession, somebody uh, that's a, in a professional situation, I can tell you somebody yeah. that's battling addiction in right. that profession. I don't care if it's a police officer, school teacher, doctor, nurse, you know, TV host. Yeah. I, I can find somebody out there that, that's battling it. It, it. It's across the board. It doesn't matter what race you are, what gender you are, it doesn't matter what religion you are, it's, mm -hmm. it's everybody. And you know, it's gonna take everybody to fix that problem. And that's why I, I rely on you know, my community to step in uh, and I'm always cheering people on to get involved. You know, we can, we can do this together. And uh, this, is, this is something that's gonna affect, you, know, you might even say, hey, it's not affecting me right now. You know, I don't have anybody in my family. Well, you're gonna have kids, you're gonna have grandkids. Somebody's gonna be affected by it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you think you are. It can happen. 
Well, we'll be telling you more about the uh, Drug Summit in the month ahead, but it is one month from today, March 8th at 8 a.m. at the American One Event Center. And it's free. Everyone's welcome. And thanks to uh, both of you for all the work you're doing on this uh, event and all that you've been doing. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time this morning. Appreciate that. Thanks, Bart. Thanks, Andy. Thank you both. Jerry Jarzinka and Mike Hurst. The Morning Show continues after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Our show today is brought to you by the Enchanted Forest Bar and Grill, and they are located at 3705 Ann Arbor Road. Daily specials, breakfast and Bloody Mary Bar Sundays from 7 to 3 p.m. Open for lunch, weekly entertainment, and a banquet hall available for your groups. Thank you to the Enchanted Forest for helping us bring you today's show. Here now is the Director of Music at the Jackson Symphony Orchestra, Dr. Matt Hoffman. Good morning. Hey guys, how good are you? Good to see you. Yeah, good. Very good. Must be we have a concert coming up. We've got a concert coming up. Yep, this weekend we have uh, performances downtown in Weatherwax Hall, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, a Sunday matinee, which is a nice uh, thing that we don't always do. Yeah. Right? So three shows, you've got quite the collab going. Yeah, yeah. It's it's felt a little crazy. I won't, <laughs> I won't lie. Uh, you know, we're just, we're trying this whole season to to honor different groups that we've had good relationships with over over the years and so for this one we're doing uh, some some selections with ballet chelsea with dancers mm -hmm. and one of the things that's tough about that is in weatherwax hall it's it, it'll be a little bit of a tight space yeah. but for the audience those dancers will be right up front and close that'll be cool yeah yeah so and it's all a program just of french music and kind of spans from the beginnings of French orchestral music, which is around 1750, mm. all the way to a piece that was written in 2017. Wow. Nice. Yeah, you might get a pirouette in your face. You might, yeah. Watch out for those tutus, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it's a theme uh, with all these pieces, the uh, ballet uh, Mother Goose. Yeah, yeah, Mother Goose is the last, uh, the last piece we'll do, <clears throat> it's a piece by Maurice Ravel. Uh, when people, if, if people are classical music aficionados, they'll probably know the, the, the names Ravel and Debussy. Like those are two famous uh, composers that, that were really composing at the beginning of the 20th century. And Ravel was somebody that would go to a dinner party with friends and see like little kids playing and, and just be very like fascinated with with what they were doing and it stoked his imagination and he decided that uh, he did something that some composers have done from time to time which is he wrote little little pieces for for the kids mm -hmm. so they're actually uh, a set of five piano pieces that were based and inspired by different fairy tales and and they're pretty simple and and so they're just for like one piano four hands for like the, you know, picture two nine-year-olds on the bench playing them. And they were such a hit that he then orchestrated them. And then from there, uh, that was a hit. And he wrote full ballet music. So he included some inter inter interludes in between. So it's about a half an hour piece and you know, takes inspiration from things like Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, 
in the Enchanted Garden and uh, Tom Thumb, among others. Cool. Should be yeah. a great show. Yeah. yeah. And this is right up your alley because France is your favorite country. That's, that's right. <laughs> France is my favorite country. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm just living in America here, biding my. T no, it's, I, I, uh, I, yeah, as you know, I study a lot of French music and especially this one composer, Fernand de Crook. And uh, as I mentioned before, we've uh, we've kind of discovered her music, rediscovered it, sitting in boxes written in the 30s and the 40s for great players. And one of the things she did, along with some other French composers back in the middle of the 20th century, she wrote a harpsichord concerto. Hmm. A harpsichord's like a piano, uh, but it's the predecessor of the piano. And the difference is, is that the strings aren't hit with a hammer, but they're plucked with a quill. And so it's a very like tinny, old-fashioned sound. And eventually it fell out of favor because it couldn't do as much as the piano could do. Hmm. The piano could sustain, it could play soft and loud, whereas the harpsichord kind of just has one volume. Uh, it's on or off. And, uh, and so, but, but you know, in the 20th century, some people kind of revisited the past and, and wrote some, some pieces. And so this might be the premiere of this work almost 80 years later than when it was written in 1946. What's it like for you when uh, you're getting to, uh, to work in France? Oh, so yeah, that, that was, well, the hardest thing was even though I, I'm pretty conversational when it comes to speaking French, I rehearsed in French for the first time with French musicians. Oh, wow. And it was a combination of professionals and high-level students. And so just to remember how to count yeah. backwards and, yeah. you know, and say you know, eight before letter A in French, or, or even, believe it or not, note names. Like I don't in my daily life think about calling a quarter note a quarter note in French or an eighth mm -hmm. note. You know, those are things that I had to learn uh, the, the music vocab and study it a little bit more. But it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, at the end of the day, there was a performance at a very beautiful conservatory, and we did a piece by Saint-Saëns um, that hadn't been played in, again, I, I guess I'm getting in this niche of rediscovering music, but it had been thought to be lost and has, has been recently rediscovered. And, and I was there for, for that and a big festival, a concert in a beautiful church in Paris. It was really Very cool. Really cool, yeah. So how do you say this ballet francais? Ballet francais. Francais, francais. Francais, yeah, there you yes. go. You yeah. speak a little French, don't you? Uh, oui. <laughs> that, that's, that's how much he speaks yeah, right there. That's right. You don't <laughs> want to take him with you uh, on your next trip. I, you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, uh, he's, he's, a, uh, he's a cosmopolitan guy, so he might fit in very well, right? <laughs> so it's the same concert, three different performances. Yeah. So you just pick which is most convenient to you and make plans to go. Yeah. That's right, yeah, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. I will tell you, we, you know, Saturday is, if it's not already sold out, it's pretty close. Uh, Sunday is next in line. I think we have the yeah. most availability for Friday, so if you want really good seats, maybe check out Friday. But again, of, of, all of them are, uh, are available at this point. And this is Mahan Estefani. Yeah, so Mahan, I picked him up from the airport yesterday. Mahan is, uh, Iranian. He uh, he came to America when he, he was about eight years old. Grew up in Maryland. He was talking to me. We were talking about UConn, how I went to UConn, and he he said uh, his family were Terrapin fans at Maryland and remembers UConn beating them all the time. Oh yeah, and That's funny. Uh, and so we had a little laugh about yeah. that. But he's uh, 
he's actually one of the rare people that has made his living as a harpsichord soloist, and he also lives in Prague. That's he's, he said he's almost uh, has Czech citizenship, hmm. so he, uh, he he's there uh, and flew in on you know on a flight yesterday and. Yeah, so it's going to be a blast to work with him. Yeah, sounds like a great show. So get your tickets. Call the JSO 782-3221 or visit jacksonsymphony.org. Have great shows. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. The Maestro, Matt <laughs> Aubin. More of The Morning Show. Stay with us. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Coffee is community, and today you can help uh, the Bone family from Fortress by visiting Callahan's today, Callahan's in uh, Brooklyn. I believe they are uh, donating 30% of their sales today. And then uh, tomorrow, Daily Grind, Friday, Trailhead Coffee Shop, and Saturday, Musgrove and Company. Coffee is community. Check out uh, those stores on those days and help support the Bone family. Yeah, there's other folks uh, helping out. Yep. Uh, I know Tiki Sam's doing Ogma's helping. Ogma. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for to sure. uh, everyone. Well, the uh, third annual Black Excellence Awards Banquet and Gala coming up on Saturday, February 18th. And we have from the event, Yvette Wilkie and Tanya Worthy. Welcome to Good the show. Morning. Thank Hi, you. Good morning. Can you believe we're already to year three of this event? No, no, <laughs> it seemed like it happened how, so quickly. Uh, tell us how, how, uh, how this event started and kind of how it's grown into really a, kind of a premier community event. Um, actually, it started from a dream. I feel like it was a call that um, God had laid on my heart to do. And like Tanya always say, I caught her <laughs> early, late in the morning and I told her and she was like, well, we are going to find a way to execute this. So, you know, with a team, a great team, and mm -hmm. it all came to pass. One of the things that impressed me uh, last year was uh, the number of black-owned businesses and black professionals in our community mm -hmm. that you call upon to put this event on, all the mm -hmm. graphics, the music, the sound, the mm -hmm. decorating, everything. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. amazing, and it's a first-class event. It really looks great. It, the whole... Uh, evening, the food, everything, it's, it's first class. Nice job. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, so this year the plans is to Keep do, the, yeah, do, the, do same. the same thing. Yeah, do the same thing, a little so, bit more, huh? And we have even, you know, added a little bit more twist to it, so yeah. Uh, good news and bad news. Uh, the good news and the bad news is the same. Uh, it's sold out. Sold out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sold out. Yeah. What a great, what a great uh, problem to have, mm -hmm. you know. Don't have to worry about uh, filling this room, but talk a little bit about the night and uh, what people ex will experience. Well, actually, let's talk about the weekend this year. Sure. This year, we decided to add a segment for ladies only. It's Ladies Night with Carly Harvey. She's known um, popularly as Steve Harvey's daughter. Okay. However, she's um, a powerhouse in her own right. Cool. She will be speaking to the ladies on Friday um, at the Commonwealth Building and we are just gonna empower them that night. Mm -hmm. um, and we're gonna have a little fun too doing it. It's not just gonna be all business and stuff. We're gonna 
let our hair down and, and just have a good time. Um, and then on Saturday, of course, is the big night. Um, our keynote speaker is uh, CJ Carlos Queenie. He is the president and CEO of Eric Thomas and Associates. Oh, wow. Eric Thomas, if you don't know him, is the um, one of the number one uh, motivational speakers in the world. And it's just amazing to have them in our presence mm -hmm. for the weekend. Yeah, if you don't think you've seen Eric Thomas speak, you actually have. You just probably didn't know it was him. <laughs> yeah. like, he even uh, visited Jackson High's football team years yeah. ago. Actually, he came to the shop yesterday. yesterday. Did he really? Nice yeah. to oh, meet some cool. of the whole team. They was there for awesome. quite a while, so they're really just yeah. nice they down give you a little, earth. little more motivation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Did he have something off your great menu? Yes, oh, he yeah. did. They stayed and ate, and I have a video clip of him doing like a little clip of him eating. So yeah, real I'll post quick. It. Uh, yeah. My wife, daughter, and I stopped. Um, I don't know. It was a few a few Fridays ago, and the deep fried Oreos. Oh. Mm -hmm. We had a pack a package <laughs> yeah. of those, and those made it like I don't know two blocks yeah. before they were gone. Those are very good. Do you still have those going? Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Well, even though it's sold out, there is um, still a part of the mm -hmm. event people can get tickets to. Mm -hmm. right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that would be the gala, the gala only tickets. Um, those are $35. You will have the opportunity to purchase them at the event as well. Um, there will be QR codes on the tables and just in the areas where you can purchase um, until they're sold out. Um, so yeah, that's who we have left. <laughs> who, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the food menu? Uh, this year. I don't know if we know the whole menu. That's Ella's lane. So yeah. I, yeah, I think I, she's I, still so good. getting together. We have, oh, I've been so busy. We probably yeah. haven't had time to cross. We I just, think we know basic, like some type of chicken. I wish she would have showed up today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We just we'll know that it's that amazing yeah. for both um, segments, both the, um, she's doing both the banquet and the gala. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, live entertainment this year in the uh, gala. Yeah, so, yeah. Jeremiah Epsilon with Big, Big Guy Catering. Well, yes. I, uh, I have had the breakfast before recently, <laughs> so yeah. I'm always curious to uh, to see what they're making. So it's always really, really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's awards. What are the awards? And are they secret? Do we know until the night of? Yeah, I guess we don't know until the night of. Okay. Yeah, we keep it a secret. As far as the people, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's the same as last year as far as the type of award. Mm -hmm. So we have yeah. the We See You Awards. Um, then we have the Junior Entrepreneur High Achiever Award. That's a person that's 17 or younger that has done amazing things. Mm -hmm. um, we have um, the Quiet Storm um, Award, and then of course the Trailblazer Award, yeah. the top award of the night. Uh -huh. There's no shortage of uh, people to consider for those awards. Yes. Oh no, yeah. no, no. We get excited every year when people start voting or like sending in their nominees mm -hmm. and we're like oh we didn't know them you know so yeah. we learn about a lot about our community just from those injuries so tell me uh kind of what what uh you look for in the we see you award are those kind of uh people who are quietly go about their business but mm -hmm. uh you know don't want a lot of Mm -hmm. Don't want a lot of recognition. Well, that would be the quiet, quiet storm. storm. Mm -hmm. They are um, really setting things ablaze, but they just do it without nothing. You know, you just Kindness you hear heart. their name, yeah. but you don't see a face ever. Right. Really, you know, sometimes. Um, but no, the we see yous are people that we see, but they may get recognition and they may not. But certainly mm -hmm. not at this level sure. or at a platform like this. So we wanted to let them know that our community sees what you're doing and we're rooting you on. So, That's important. yeah, yeah. 
You have uh, entertainment. You had great entertainment last year. You oh, brought yeah. in uh, the yeah. Detroit Choir. And they're and coming, coming back, back this year. Oh, yeah. Right. And they, yes. I think they're about to win the whole thing. They just went back on the. Um, what was America's, it? Got America's Got Talent. Talent. It was the rerun. I can't oh, think yeah. of the name of it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think All they're stars. the, the okay. All-Stars. So they're the final ones. So I think they're That's totally about to win yeah. the whole yeah. thing. That'll so be they'll be back this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We searched and searched and we looked at each other like, let's bring them back. People want to see them yeah. and let's bring them back. So, mm -hmm. yes. Got a lot of uh, community support, uh, sponsors, mm -hmm. a lot of sponsors. Anyone oh, yeah. you want to mention? Oh, yes. Well, all of our sponsors have makes this possible. And True, obviously, is our title sponsor again this year. Um, Christy and her team, the heart that they have just to, you know, pour back into the community. It's, it's just so important, like, um, and inspiring the event, like, afterwards, the calls we get, the emails of, mm -hmm. you know, other minorities that realize, you know, to see what's possible, what's that you can accomplish. Sometimes yeah. you can't accomplish what you maybe not see others yeah. like you doing. And some, so I think it's right. just a encouragement and inspiration like for people to draw from. Mm -hmm. Probably give out a, a handful of Trailblazer awards. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think last year there were four or five of yeah. them. The We See You, yeah, it's usually yeah. one Trailblazer. Okay. One yeah. Trailblazer. Yeah. 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 And it really was full of surprises. Uh, there were, um, I think, um, at least one surprise that no one knew about, mm -hmm. uh, Lonnie's Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have a surprise this year. We too. do. Okay. So we were so excited to do that for Vani last year. This year we have some uh, a nice surprise for someone in our community that we've been paying attention to and we can't wait to share it with them mm -hmm. <laughs> the, and, the details. They, know. they know a little bit, but they don't yeah. know everything. So we can't wait to share that with them. <laughs> That'll be fun. So yeah. Bonnie yeah. had, she had she no had clue. No, no. Clue. no. She had no, no clue. She had no clue. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. grants. I mean, last year we were fortunate enough to be able to do grants to five um, businesses in the community through the help of True as well um, with that. we. So we're grateful for that too, um, and a lot of those people have done a lot of things with what they had. So. Yes, and this project again, True is sponsoring too the awesome. surprise thing. So it's going to be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice one. So well, uh, congratulations on all the success to date of this event, and uh, we certainly wish you the best with the third annual Black Excellence Awards. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yvette Wilkie and Tanya Worthy here on The Morning Show. More after this quick break. <laughs> the Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show. The folks at the Transportation Security Administration. TSA. They have a sense of humor. They uh, are constantly finding surprises in people's luggage. And recently they posted this on one of their Twitter accounts. It is a, uh, a frog. They uh, had someone that uh, at uh, Harrisburg oh, International Airport and uh, they get very clever in their uh, in their uh, little uh, description of what happened. The stowaway hopped out of a check bag after triggered an alarm during TSA screening process at Harrisburg International Airport. This little creature was totally surprised when he was spotted and he asked for forgiveness. 
this find by TSA officers won't be easily frog gotten. Well, Lisa Farbstein, I bet she was just twiddling her thumbs proud of herself on yeah. that tweet last night. That was pretty good. Why is she verified? Why does she have a verified Twitter account? I don't know. Yeah. They're going to charge for those pretty soon. Uh, whatever. More. Who cares? Uh, what are you going to do for Super Bowl eating? Uh, it's a panic. We need to discuss that at my house. We need to figure that out because there would be nothing worse than not having the appropriate snacks ready. No. Americans eat 112 million pounds of snacks Ugh. on Super Bowl Sunday, the equivalent of 62,222 Clydesdales by weight. What? That's a lot of snacks. Wow. And the uh, biggest increase uh, from last week to this week, tortilla chips. People are crazy about tortilla chips. So make sure you have... Um, yeah, you got to get your uh, Tostitos and salsa, hmm. which aren't even that good. Well, you know, the problem is uh, you get full before the main Correct. part of the Correct. food is Correct. out. And then all this little uh, munchy things. Yeah, maybe we'll on. do uh, pigs in a blanket and ketchup. Yeah. Spread out across the table. No, I don't know. It's, you know... School the next day. <laughs> it work the next day. Oh, they start day. the game so late. It's so late. It just takes forever. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it, though. It should be, uh, should be a good time. I'm, I think Philly's going to win. Everyone else thinks Kansas City's going to win. I'm going to go with Philly, I guess, just because I don't like the way Patrick Mahomes walks. <laughs> I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the way he, he walks. yells. They ask him a question, he just yells his answers. Yeah. yeah. He does. He's he is mad that people keep telling him he sounds like uh, Kermit the Frog, uh, and he doesn't uh, he doesn't like that anymore. Uh, but I, I actually I like both quarterbacks, so I you know I hope so, I hope one of the teams wins. Well, I hope so too. That would be great. It'd be weird if one of them didn't. Hey, join us tomorrow morning. Ann Sloan and Cheryl Cooper from the Jackson County Health Par Department, along with Ben Jones the Jackson Chamber Reach Higher Award. Denise Owens will also be here with info on the Southern Michigan Winter Beer Fest. Later today, Ben Lataki, Doug Warren, Angela Klobuchar, Babby Mason, Peyton Lauder, and Andy visits Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. That all starts today at 1. We'll see you then.